This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Talking Banter, the official Dynamic Banter after show. I'm Brett Register here with Owen Carter and we've got a... We got a mountain to climb today. Oh boy. Uh, we got this. We're talking episode nine. I thought we had done the weirdest one. Owen, how's it going? Great. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How was this episode for you? Because you weren't here for it when they recorded it. I know. I hate when I'm not here. Uh, Is it a different experience? Yeah. Although I ended up listening to most of it with Steve. Oh, together? Mm-hmm. Was there a an unrecorded commentary, uh, an unrecorded talking banter between you and Steve? <laughs> uh, yeah, I get. Um, yeah. This show is brought to you by Warby Parker. <laughs> See, the thing is, we're in the same feed as Dynamic Banter, and Dynamic mm-hmm. Banter is brought to you by Warby Park this week. So I feel like, by extension, Talking Banter also brought to you by Warby Parker. Like, it's not even a choice. Well, also, they made the URL, warbyparker.com slash banter, and we're a banter podcast. You're right. So you go to Warby Parker. Get your, do you wear glasses? No. I've seen pictures of you with glasses on. When I was walking Phoenix from her. Oh. I was going to ask if you just went for like a fashion, non-function, mm. fashion-only. Oh, yeah. those Went through a glasses phase. No. Okay. I would. I still have them. Okay. Can you, are you going to order five pairs anyway? Just to, just to do a try on? I mean, well, we're to be supportive. Yeah. No. Great. Uh, I am, I was already going to get new glasses. These, these, hold on. These are Warby Parker glasses. When did you get those? Well, that's a good question. They look like Warby Parker glasses. Oh, I gotta get my glasses back on. All right, there we go. So I uh, I went to South by Southwest one year, mm-hmm. and I was directing a, a live show for Samsung. They make mm-hmm. <clears throat> televisions and tablets. <laughs> um, I was doing a show for them, and I had glasses I had gotten from like Lens Crafters or whatever, and they cost me like four or five hundred dollars. And it started raining. We were out drinking the night before. The night before the first day of South by, and it started raining, right and I wanted to take my glasses off in the rain, and I hung them on my shirt. And then by the time I got back to our like sketchy Airbnb, we had this the the show was a little last minute, so all the hotels were booked up. So they put me and three other guys in an Airbnb that had three bedrooms and one bathroom, and the only mm-hmm. bathroom. Mm-mm. was in between two of the rooms. Mm-mm. So I had like what was considered like the master bedroom. If you got three guys in a house, you need one bedroom and three bathrooms. Yes, because we had another guy who was sleeping in the yeah. living room. Guys can sleep wherever. That's fine. But you need multiple bathrooms well, for listen, sure. With the Airbnb was in a spot of Austin that every time I told someone where it was, they gave me like a, ooh, um... <laughs> You should probably get back, is, like while the light's still out. Is there a bad part of Austin? Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I've never been. Oh, don't. I mean, if you go, stay. I think north of the train tracks. Hmm. Anyway, point is, we were in a sketchy area. 
if I wanted to go pee in the middle of the night, like if I had to go to the bathroom, there was a door in the little master bedroom to the to the backyard. So I had two choices. I could go bother one of my teammates, go through his room in the middle of the night and go pee and sneak joint past bathroom. him while he's sleeping. Yeah, which is like, I would rather make like a lot of noise and make sure he knows I'm there than sneak <laughs> past him. Uh, also, the door didn't lock to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you had to like put a foot against it. Anyway, uh, the other choice was to walk out into the backyard and just pee in the backyard, which is what I did. Of course. But it had this like fence that was maybe up to my shoulders around the backyard. Mm-hmm. And then there was a main street right there. So I'm in a sketchy area. There's a main street. And I'm like, I, that, that's, that's like the situation. It's the number one situation I don't want to be in where my dick is out of my pants. Vulnerable. Right. So I'm terrified uh, <laughs> pissing in the backyard of this Airbnb. But anyway, when I got back there, I noticed my glasses were no longer hanging on my shirt. Mm-hmm. So, A, I don't have glasses for the entire South by Southwest. And I'm directing a show, so I told the guy, you, our producer. Like, blind? I'm not blind, but I'm I'm not. I can't tell a great detail mm-hmm. without my glasses. How much, like, how squinty? Pretty fucking squinty. Like, basically eyes closed with just a, a very thin one pixel layer of open. <laughs> And uh, so the guys from Samsung got me two 60-something-inch monitors that they sat right in front of me. What? <laughs> so I could direct the show off of these enormous <laughs> monitors because otherwise I couldn't fucking see. Um, that was the simple solution? That was the only solution. I wasn't going to go get another pair of glasses, uh, 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 my prescription fulfilled. Um, but anyway, after that, I found out about Warby Parker and was like, fuck it, because they're th- these glasses are a hundred dollars. Normal glasses like four or five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So I can get two pair of these, mm-hmm. same glasses, and always have a backup. Mm-hmm. And I'm still coming in at fifty percent less. Sounds like a deal. It's fucking great. Like I'm a believer. Also, what Steve said about being at the place, like you go to like lens crafters to look for glasses. Yeah. And it really is like the guy's like, well, what what kind of what can I show you? And I'm, I'm like, I want to be like, dude, I, I want to try on every goddamn pair of glasses in here. That sounds horrible. Like, usually just take five and I'll just go crazy. But they're always, it's fucking awful. But Warby Parker, they'll send you five. But I've always wondered, since the glasses that you're trying on don't have your prescription in them, how do you know what you look like in them? It if looks you the can't, same. If you can't see, though, if you're, because you're trying on the glasses, oh. so you're like all blurry. I take a picture. And then you put your other ones back on and look at the picture? Yeah. Oh, boy. I can see up close. I can't see far away. I'm nearsighted. Oh, okay. So, so you can like close enough to the mirror, yeah. Plus, I can see that. It's like I can't really read words and stuff like that mm. far away. But I want to get new glasses. So in the theme of all this, I was going to order five pairs, take pictures of all five, mm. put them on the Talking Banter Twitter and let... What is you, the talking banter twirls? That's at talking banter, no G, T A L K I N B A N T E R, with an at sign before it. That's us at Twitter. I'm gonna put the five up there, and I'll let you uh, numbskulls uh, pick which one looks best, <laughs> and I'll fucking get them. WarbyParker.com/slash/banter. <laughs>
Go get you some. Uh, go get you some glasses. That's good. I'm glad that we're participating. Yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to. <laughs> no, it I don't know if when Warby seems... Parker signed on, they were they were planning on two back to back promos. Well, but God damn it, they got it. WarbyParker.com slash banter. Uh, getting right into the episode. Getting mm-hmm. right in. We got a. I'd say we have a lot to unpack. I I was. Uh, I was upset we never found out what, what Mike was so happy about. He started the show. I'm so happy. And Steve cut him off. <laughs> he cut down his mo. Uh, I don't think we ever found out what that was, but we moved on to Steve doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I always assumed Steve had done stand-up at this point. I think a lot of people assume that. Not really. No? No. Nope. He should. I went I, one time. He was uh, emceeing a little show, yeah. And uh, the other performers weren't really his kind of audience at all. But he was still doing like stand-up bits in between and stuff. And it was real funny to see like not the audience and the way they <laughs> <laughs> responded. He could open for Mike on Mike's special here in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, let's let's talk about Adam Sandler. Mm. I want to know what, what's your relationship with Mister Mister Sandler. Fine, yeah. I wasn't as like enamored with the mo- the original movies when everyone else was. They were all right. I didn't. I don't have the the love for Billy Madison. Most people do, mm-hmm. but Happy Gilmore Happy, was everything. Yeah. People usually love one or the other. But before that, I used to listen to Toll Booth Willie. Yeah, well, the album. Yeah, I loved the album. That was my favorite. Um, I worked on "Don't Mess with the Zohan." Oh yeah, yeah, for a few days. In what capacity? Um, I was a PA turned extra. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have enough extras, so everyone who wasn't doing something sat in the bleachers of the hacky sack scene. And I'm sure everybody's really familiar with the movie, so you'll remember <laughs> that there was a hacky sack tournament scene. We shot that for the better part of a week, and we did three 18-hour days at uh, at Universal, the back lot, mm-hmm. on a soundstage. On the soundstage where they shot Phantom of the Opera, the Joel Schumacher adaptation and the the big ballroom backdrop was the backdrop to the hacky sack tournament <laughs> um and can mariah you, carey came and sang and all this stuff can you see you in the scene no because the scene on screen in the movie takes place for about 30 seconds maybe mm-hmm. max mm-hmm. mariah carey sings the national anthem in that 30 seconds <laughs> there's so little and you could tell that there was meant to be so much more mm-hmm. but uh the days were really long and it was really shitty and uh adam sandler was uh he wasn't even in the scene so he was just there as a producer mm-hmm. and he was wonderful really like an absolute a plus human being ah. like he rolled around he kind of like you know like put hands on everybody just was like hey thanks so much you know i know it's getting late i really mm-hmm. appreciate it and like Really awesome. So he really sold me. At least there's that. He did Punch Drunk Love. That's my favorite. That made up for so much. Yeah. 
That's the best. It doesn't count as an Adam Sandler movie. It's a P.T. Anderson movie, but but he's great in it. He's, he uses him perfect, and he like like his kind of like inner rage thing that he's got, but the character yeah. that they used it for, where he's trying to like suppress that and whatever. Oh, Punch Drunk Love is my favorite. So what uh, what went wrong? Too easy. He he made things too easy. It, things got too easy for him. Yes, he doesn't okay. have to try. All right, all right, all right. Because I was going to suggest, Steve brought up the Netflix movies. Mm-hmm. He hadn't seen them yet. <laughs> I refused to watch the Ridiculous Six. I'm a big Western fan, mm-hmm. and so I didn't want to do that to myself. But I think that we should watch the Do Over for our next movie. I swear a friend of ours actually said she was laughing at it. I'm willing to watch it. <sighs> well, since I didn't do the last movie. Yeah, we don't have a movie today because I re-listened to the, the last podcast and it went on for way too long. It doesn't <laughs> feel like it should be a weekly installment. <laughs> should be a only when it makes sense situation. Or is demanded of us in one way or yes. another. Somebody said something about a swamp movie. I'm going to find it. We'll get on it. We'll get to it. Swamp movie? Yeah, we'll get in the comments. The comment section, I'll bring it up. Oh, what comment section? Of this show. <laughs> <laughs> the, the section of the show after we cover dynamic banter, when we oh. move on to our own narcissism, mm-hmm. that section, I'll get back to it. Got it. All right, so Adam Sandler, we're going to figure it out. I liked, so going back to Steve's stand-up, uh, Mike was saying Adam was in the other room trying out some stuff. Like comedians will go with some new material out in front of an oh, audience, right. yeah, and do uh, just do you know see what works and see what doesn't. I went to see Bill Burr in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be an, like an hour long set, and mm-hmm. he was up there for two hours because he kept trying jokes, and he would stop in the middle of the joke and he'd be like, "You know what? I've been doing this joke uh, three nights in a row, and it, he's like, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. <laughs> he's like, it's like shoveling my driveway." He's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to finish this joke and like moved on. He wouldn't finish it. No, (laughs) you could tell it wasn't good. And like, no, everyone had sort of tuned out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought it would be funny if Steve just did that. (laughs) If his whole special was starting jokes that just just halfway through totally bailed on. Just like he hasn't, he hasn't done any of it in Uh front of people. Uh It's just workshopping it (laughs) as a special. Oh, he um, could try those little like jokes, especially the shorter ones. And when he doesn't get a laugh, be like, "Yeah, that's not good either." I'm working. He on should these have ones. like a piece of paper. Uh huh. Works it off. Like, every no, time. That one's not good. Every time. Ugh, that's that's that one's not funny. That one's tough. Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta stop now because uh, none of the jokes I had worked, and now I'm out. Just like, oh, this is uh, I don't think it's enough for a special, guys. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna try some more <laughs> stuff later. <laughs> oh God. Okay. We'll get on that. Mm-hmm. We'll convince them of that. Um, next up, Ferdinand the Bull. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Steve's assessment that bees are playing a real role in the EZU. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to be said about Ferdinand, <laughs> but the bees, there's a lot. So I thought I, about this. Uh, okay. I, I, I thought you were going for like Ferdinand, flowers, bees. Flowers? No. No. Flowers. No, bees. Um, 
I want to throw a little more fire, flame, flame, fuel on the fire. <laughs> you want to keep burning these bees. So three years ago, myself and Craig Frank of TV's Mixology, <laughs> uh, we had a YouTube channel. We still have a YouTube channel. Okay. Every now and then we'll put something on it. Sure. Um, but at three years ago, we were very serious. We were going to do like two days to three days of content a week, mm-hmm. which was unsustainable for us. Mm-hmm. So we had a few different shows. One of the shows was called Filler, and it was our Friday show. Mm-hmm. And we would take old public domain horror movies, and we would do what equates to like a uh, commercial interstitial where we would come in and just give our analysis throughout the movie. Oh, much okay. like Joe Bob Briggs on USA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the idea. But we did a little movie called Invasion of the Bee Girls three years ago. What? So, in thinking about the EZU, you have to look back at least three years. <laughs> And on that on that topic, that seems like a dangerous game to play. Well, I'm just saying, if bees are in game, mm-hmm. talking banter in game, official official dynamic banter after show, then invasion of the bee girls has to be in game as well, and that brings us all the way back to three years of EZU. So what about 29 years ago, when I stepped on a bee in the carpet and it stung me? You know, I don't think so. I don't think that's it. What's the difference? Hmm? What's the difference? Well, because that was like, you know, that was live. That was a real bee. We're talking more about the idea of a bee. Or bees in media? Bees in media. Hmm. But staying on on this topic, staying staying right here, (laughs) not going anywhere for a minute. Um, I just want to talk to Jesse. For a minute, Jesse, that does our after show, mm-hmm. the unofficial, it's unofficial talking banter after show, and I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Abe. We're listening. Mm-hmm. Oh but, wait, we heard the whole thing, you guys. <laughs> but Jesse uh, raised a little red flag about our official status as the after show, and, and said that we can't be an official after show if Steve isn't aware of the show. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to very loosely, you know, without without speaking out of turn, mm-hmm. just say that, you know, maybe Steve isn't the only one who can give us an official status. Hypothetically, there could be a a hive style mindset out there that controls the EZU. But I don't want to get, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. That sounds like you know something. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> what? I'm Reddit slash r slash the easy you uh, is, uh, is where we should, we should take this conversation offline there. Hmm. So if you've got a little time, r slash the EZU. Thizu. Thizu on the internet. Moving right along. At this point in Dynamic Banter, Steve and Mike uh, did a recap of their own show. 
<laughs> I felt like they were stealing a little bit of our thunder there. You think? Yeah. I appreciated it, though. I really didn't know how we got to where we were. But they didn't go mm-hmm. back far enough because, again, we didn't find out what Mike was happy about. <laughs> Do you think... Never mind. Can you hear that dog barking? Is that in my head? No, it's definitely a dog barking. Oh, okay, good. Good. <laughs> so the, now, now we've made it to the rapid fire segment of dynamic banter. That's the way that I've posited what happened next. <laughs> so I'm going to go through it rapid fire as well. I'm ready. Mike doesn't like wet trash, but I don't think anyone does. No, but garbage juice is, especially dumpster juice, the worst smell in the well, entire dump, world. Dumpster juice is different because it's a mystery. You don't know where, that, like garbage. You know, especially to some extent, like, you can unpack what went into I'm your talking own like trash can. When I was working at the movie theater when I was fifteen, oh, yeah. and out back with all the rotten popcorn and soda and shit. There's a smell. There's like this unmistakable smell. Mm-hmm. To it does. It makes us. It it is very specific, but you, you recognize it. I feel like there's evil in there. Yeah, there's real evil in there. Um, Mike doesn't like yawning in public. I also don't because, but I had a different reason. I had a different take. Um, yawning is contagious, mm-hmm. and so whenever I yawn in public, especially in like New York City, like Times Square. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people saw me yawn. You don't like people seeing you yawn? I'm fine with it. What I'm saying is I don't know how many people saw me yawn and then yawn themselves as a reaction to me yawning. Chain reaction. And then butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Everyone if like take, gets to take a nap. The president could have yawned because of me. And I want to know about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but with the Times Square thing, I, I do think a lot about being in... Uh, family photo albums around the world oh my god yeah oh yeah i bet steve has been in the back of a lot of people's pictures and they got excited and didn't know about it do you know about mike being in the background of uh sisterhood of the traveling pants too no (laughs) (laughs) you ever been spit on you mean like by somebody on purpose well this is the next topic Mm -hmm. mike doesn't like getting spit on does anyone like getting spit on (laughs) No, but sometimes you deserve it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been spit at, but it was a uh, when I was working at the bar. Yeah, and it's more like it's just in your direction kind of thing. It was meant for me. Sure. It just didn't hit me. Hmm. But if, you know, it didn't feel good. So I'm going to go with I don't like it either. Next is Steve's never been to a Dodgers game. Mm-hmm. We gotta take a little. We gotta take a minute here. Have you ever been to a Dodgers game? Yeah. Okay. Well, um. Twenty nine years ago. Oh no! When you stepped on the B, <laughs> it might have been a different day. <laughs> Definitely I stepped around. on the B in the morning, and I went and saw <laughs> the Dodgers play the Mets at night. Yeah, no, I have a completely like five year old super vague memory of it, but I definitely remember like it just seemed driving up to a like. It was so huge because it's up on that mountain or whatever. Yeah. And for like a little kid, it was just like, it just felt like the biggest place and the most people and what I'd ever seen. But it was fun. I love baseball. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if science made it possible, <laughs> I would have the Dodgers babies. Did um, you guys... Okay, so when someone leaves a group text conversation... Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, which I, I discovered, because I went to leave a group text the other day, and I didn't know that you can just mute it so it's not like your phone's ringing off the hook. Right, but if you... Leaving is power. Leaving because is, it comes up yeah. and says... Oh, and has left the conversation. It does say that. That's yeah. what I was wondering. Yeah. So when you left... So I purposefully left. Yeah. I'm going to stop <laughs> at nothing to get Steve to a dog. <laughs> because that's That was crazy. the conversation that I left. Was you guys talking about that? Yeah, a little behind the scenes. I was trying. I was on text thread with Owen, Mike, <laughs> and Steve about getting Steve to a Dodgers game. And uh, so far, it's not going well. Owen left the conversation. <laughs> But mostly because I wanted to be And Steve said and he's busy all the days. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they only play what? Like 200 games or something? They play like 70. Yeah. They play like 70. We're about, we're a little past halfway in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still time. I'm going twice this week. Yeah. And it's it's a real joy. M- Madison has been 12 times this season. <laughs> and he is two and a half. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuse no excuse. I have thoughts on not being present. Oh, that's that's never mind. That was for you for like way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that later. I was like, oh, Owen wasn't there to play History Road. The other thing about sports is this. I don't remember if it was Steve or Mike, but somebody said that as you get older, you can lose touch with sports. But I feel like the older I get, the more invested I am in sports because when we talked about Ghostbusters 2 and going to the movie theater and seeing that poster, mm-hmm. that feeling to me at this point in my life is only equaled in sports. Interesting. Like I... How do you... How are you so... in? What's your like audience relatability factor? What do you mean? Like... As opposed to just being a spectator and being like, oh, I'm liking this. Like, what is it? Is it because it's your team? Or what is it that really, like, does it for you when it's that? Yeah, you have to have a team. That's what it is. You have to have, like, it has to be important. So just watching athletes play baseball. Is not interesting. Okay. So I can't watch basketball. Like, I can watch it, but I don't, I'm not invested in basketball. Because you don't have a team. Because I don't have a team. Mm-hmm. And... I was there. I lived in Orlando when the Magic became a team, and it, I just, I don't know, it just it felt false. I wasn't raised. I already said this. I was raised uh, in a like NASCAR heavy mm-hmm. family, and uh, you same, know, same I have, with like, NASCAR. My favorite driver. Have, oh yeah, I think for NASCAR that you pick three drivers. Mm-hmm. You have your favorite driver, and then you have two secondaries because so much happens in any race. And with NASCAR, do they all race in every race? They all race. Yeah. But you, it's, it's like seeing every football team play in one game. That's pretty crazy. So you only have one thing to watch a week. And I, do I like would that. watch a Super Bowl if it was every team at once. <laughs> yeah, me too. It would be like a fucking football Royal Rumble. We could get Mike into that, I think. <laughs> Can you imagine how many... What would that be? About a thousand players on the field? <laughs> It would be. Would you split them up so it'd be five hundred against five hundred? It would be a couple hundred. Yeah, it would be like the end of a game when everybody floods the field, but there would be one ball in there somewhere. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, I love the Dodgers and the Kings for hockey. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't decided about the Rams. But I like the idea that because I grew up in Central Florida and they're just sports aren't that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, they, college sports are a big deal. But it, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's like we didn't really have like teams that it was very passionate about well and, and i like I, the idea of like, raising madison to i went to like, a, you like these teams because this is where the fuck we live mm-hmm. and it's a pride thing it's a pride in your city i guess i never had was good with school pride either i didn't know why we were supposed yeah. to be angry at a different school but you were because they were fucking awful one time to one of the the football games we wore the we had to go because of the band but we were the opposite teams were you in the band yeah what did you play in the band Twumpet. Was that, like, was that like a trumpet? A little bit. But we wore the opposing team's colors, even though we were in our... our what? We just didn't like that? it. What? How? Because you just... Oh, you, like because you know band was anti? No. Oh. Just me and a friend. Oh, you guys were just... You were those guys? Yeah, we were like crappy... <laughs> yeah. Like, we were supposed to be teal and black, and the other team was red and blue, so we wore red and blue capes. My rival high school, or when I was in high school, our rival school, uh, Mandy Moore went to it. <laughs> so I was always very torn. Well, was she there? For a minute, yeah. While you were there? Yeah. Did you see her? <laughs> no. You're I'm, wait- I'm waving my hand like I like like what you do when you can't when you'd rather not tell someone, no, nah, I didn't. Well, that was the thing, is like I had friends who were friends with her, but she wasn't famous. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she was around. Oh, so you didn't you weren't really aware right. of her. Right, yeah. It, it wasn't a big deal then. Right. Um do you but, ever think about how many celebrities are like really close to us right now? A little bit, sometimes, especially like internet celebrities. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, being out like here, if we went right up the hills over here, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, spe- it, where I fucking live, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, they're all over, but it's it's I, different. I saw Samuel Jackson at the liquor store over here. Yeah, what was he getting? I, was, I don't remember. Nice. I was too uh, too busy thinking about how he was tall. I like the idea that he's got like a 12-pack of Zima. <laughs> and he just loves it. He's they don't make... They don't make Zima at all? I don't know. I don't think so. He had like Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, well, Zima was like the original like Smirnoff Ice, right? Yeah, wasn't it? I think. I, don't know. I was too young. I never ended up having a Zima. No. Do you think Whole Foods is too expensive? yes i do but i think it's on purpose well it came out that they were like overcharging for shit but nobody cares yeah but it's like they're overcharging to to keep the riffraff out is that what it is i think so i think it's like a pretentious thing you think it's like a well that makes me want to not go there well i don't go there that that sounds like a (laughs) (laughs) because it's too expensive and i feel like the quality at trader joe's is on par. Yeah, Trader Joe's is where it's at. And it's much better priced. Yeah. But yeah, Whole yeah, Foods yeah. has the big tin of coffee. <laughs> uh-huh. I, like, I like the big coffee. Is that Intelligentsia? Sure. It could not be. Let's not give them a promotion. <laughs> we already promoted this one. What's your favorite board game? Where did that come from? We're still in the oh. rapid fire What was Steve's monopoly? This is not going very rapid fire at all. This is supposed to be like one word answers. Well, we have to analyze each one, oh. but they're coming in fast succession. Favorite board game, Fireball Island. No, really? Yeah. Well, when I was a kid. I was 
I I said it like that because mine was thirteen dead end drive. Oh yeah. And they both take so much setup. <laughs> like but, thirteen dead end drive, you had to meticulously build the traps and the. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was so worth it. Mouse trap was like that too, but oh, that was man. awesome. But I think I, I'm pretty sure after a couple times of playing, I would just not play Mousetrap. I'd just set it up and then set it off like a toy. Yeah. I, I feel like most people did that. Like, don't wake daddy. <laughs> you do the same shit. Um, what about, like, traditional, like, flat board games? Right. Because I was always a risk. I loved... my Me and my friends played Risk. Risk is too much for me. I never... It's just as much as Monopoly. Yeah, which is also a little extra complicated. I but prefer, you get to take over the world. But that's not really what's happening. We're just playing a little game. Not in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Stratego in my ten, to risk. In my head, to this day, I own Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll find out in uh, your flashback episode if you do or not. <laughs> in my origin episode, I own Uruguay. It doesn't ever come into the mythology of the show. <laughs> do you remember... Gus on Breaking Bad. I never watched Breaking Bad. God. Episode one of First Time Show. <sighs> Established know, my origin. I know. I also didn't watch uh, House. Well, that's not the same as Breaking Bad. I never Nothing watched is. The Sopranos. Me either. Did Steve? Yeah, and he loved it. That should probably be our next. Well, spoiler, but maybe. <laughs> spoiler that we haven't made a decision. <laughs> spoiler that. It's I could be, be totally replaced it's gonna in the be, next season. That's the thing. Me too. No, I intend to be replaced. <laughs> it's, this, I'm just trying this, to find shows I haven't watched. This first so I can season. Stay on. This first season is gonna be like 70 episodes. Wait, t- no. Of Lost? No, like 160, 170 episodes, something like that. Of first time show? Yeah. No, it's like 60, 60 oh, something. Oh, because we're doing two at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like 60, 70 episodes. That's a lot we'll of episodes. I'm pretty exhausted. 70 episodes is a lot for a first season. Um, That's one season and it takes over a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to do Twin Peaks, but I've already watched it many times oh well yeah. you can't be the first time guy on everything right that makes sense but i could be because there's so many fucking shows i haven't watched i picked mm-hmm. what i liked i liked chuck and friends and west wing <laughs> and i've seen all of those shows many times mm-hmm. through it throughout um the only thing we got left here is uh history road how did you feel about this history road with um pre-canned music uh, I mean, those boys are geniuses, you know, so they, in a pinch, will make do. And I think they pulled it off flawlessly. I This was the most I've laughed at an episode <laughs> of Dynamic Banter because of the music cue. Yeah. Every time it came up, it got me. <laughs> so There was too many getchas on this one. I can't remember. I uh, I hesitate to say this is my favorite. But I want to use this as a transition into our list. <laughs> oh, shit. Of top dynamic panel. I'm just going to show you the list and you can decide. Yeah, that's fine. Along the way. I don't think we need to do it so overly uniform. It doesn't need to be rigid. Because I think my favorite episode was five. Was that bees? No, that was the one before bees. This is the description on iTunes. 
long lost hypothetical Jesus quotes, tiny Japanese foods, putting dogs into pianos, and making things from the outer net. Leave your phone at home. It's dynamic banter. <laughs> I don't exactly remember what happened to that episode, but that's the one that made me go, oh, we, this needs an after show. And it gave birth <laughs> to this, so I have to give that number one. Got it. And then I got to give number two to History Road. I'm just going to do a top three. So you think the first episode, History yeah, Road. Yeah, because it's like, it's great. If you go back and re-listen to I'm it. trying to remember. They come up with History Road. Mm-hmm. And then they think they should name the show history. It was, it was I was, I was, thing. yeah, I was in the room for that. It was real touch and go there because it was such a good name. <laughs> but I was going to say number three would be this one. I thought we'd done the weirdest one. Those are my top three. Mm. Do you want to do a top three? I'll say one of us should have bees in their top three. Small gentleman's real good. Yeah, that would be a close number four. Yeah. Uh, I walked in halfway through, or, or I would no. They'd only been going for about ten minutes when I walked in. They were doing... on Small Gentleman. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's real good. Small Gentleman, number one. Maybe let's just call it number one. Yeah. Sure. Well, hang on. Are you reading? Yeah. What's fall? What happened in fall? No, that's falls that's the one us. with the, the oh, no, falls the one where you. the comedian falls off the back of the stage. Mm hmm. A bunch of other stuff happened, even if there's not enough. Bees, uh, bees is pretty funny. Yeah, I did like the embroidered Jesus quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, five. Was also the one where Steve got the new setup, the new audio setup. Oh right, so things really kicked into gear there. If you want to keep working on your Falling. list, we can push this next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe Screaming Lady is one of my, oh, my top yeah, three. Good, they're all good. Guys, before you judge us, they're all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We no, know. Is... We know they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare. All right? We, we put this on ourselves, but it's something we have to let do. Us, let us know your list on Twitter. Yeah, send us your list. What's the Twitter? At talking banter with no G. That's right. How do you spell mm-hmm. that? T A L K I. Yep. Yeah. N mm-hmm. banter. Right. All right. We're going to get a little cues from the A's. Mm, great. Uh, before we get into QA proper, Do you want to address the uh, the issue of uh, Houdini's birthday? <laughs> no. Okay, great. All right, first question. Sebastian, we're going to read your question. This oh. is Sebastian O. Sebastian. Longtime contributor. Good work. Uh, to both this and first time show. He's underscore dynamics at Erday. I haven't vetted these questions, so we'll see where it goes. His Twitter handle is underscore dynamics. At Uriday. Like A-T. Dynamics A-T. Uriday. Here's the question. Did he make that account just for talking to... I don't know. Maybe. About dynamic banter? Or or is that a coincidence that he has oh, dynamic in his name? I think it's uh, dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah, Maybe. 
Let us know. Sebastian, let us know. At Talking Banter. Question is, will we ever get Steve or Mike to guest on this podcast? Or is that way too meta? And considering my extensive research into the EZU, is there anything you can tell us that isn't already on the board already? I've... Nope, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can tell you uh, that isn't already out there. I don't want to spoil but anything. You're... Mike I, we is... can say this. Yeah. You're not done. You're not done. We get we can't help Sebastian but buy a bigger cork board. More yarn. You gotta dig deep, my friend. There is by the way, there is much Do you think that's a real life thing that detectives do, or is it just for movies? It's hard to tell because I mean it's it's hard to tell. I would say there are some detectives that do it, mm-hmm. but did that happen because they saw it in a movie, or is that an actual thing? I don't know. Because clearly, it's like a good visualizing it tool. Oh, it's for, great for movies or TV. Even this with the EZU, I love it. Yeah, it's great to see. But like, does that really? Uh, is there any detectives out there who can let us know if that's a real thing? Let us know at Talking Banter. I bet like crazy people do it a lot. More than we're talking about like actual PD department. I don't know. I'll see if I can find out. I think I have some of my family. Great. I'll reach out. Next question. uh, Sebastian got me all curious about it. Alexander B. Lucy? Lucy. Lucy? His Twitter handle is at Alexander Lucy. He asks, do you like it or not? Progressive. Uh, I do. I think it's... I don't think it's better than the first one um, or from the original, but as far as the spinoff goes, I think it does everything I need it to do. (laughs) You You know what I mean? You definitely decided what it was in your head. Yeah. I was talking about Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) and I think it works. Great answer. Next question. Next question. Cole X Infinity or at Cole Andrew J on Twitter asks, how much is too much? Too much. Well, we should answer this because we just ate pizza. Some would say too much. Do you, I'm looking at a piece of pizza that you haven't eaten yet. Well, because we started recording, but I was going to continue to eat too much. I, however many pieces I had, it's too much like mm-hmm. that's the answer i'll get back to you i think it was six <laughs> six pieces of pizza is too much too mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. <sighs> i hate it i hate myself i needed it at the time though all right wait i'm looking to see if we got any more questions oh at a tweet and raven mm-hmm. we gotta get her question mm-hmm. in. weekly contributor is that a her raven brink Oh, shit. I don't know. Raven. Because Raven could be a guy's name. Guy or girl. We need to know. I'm thinking girl. Hold on. Let's do a little research. Let's go into her media. His media. Up. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Raven. We need to know. Guy or girl. It's too confusing. (laughs) 
asks, do you guys read books? When was the last time you used a fireplace? And why are there people who drink milk with ice? I read books. I used Amazon now. Prime now. To have somebody Another bring sponsor. Me, <laughs> to have somebody bring me the Harry Potter book. Oh, yeah. Did you read it? No. <laughs> then why did you bother to rush it? I wanted it at that moment, and I was like, I'm going to read you it. You just wanted to it's have a script. It. I wanted to hold it in my fucking it's just hand. Because everyone else had the thing, and you had to have the thing, too. Well, I don't read books at this point in my life, but I listen to a ton of books on audible.com. I w- <laughs> Potential sponsor. <Yeah. laughs> I, it's, I, but I, I think you still get like the gist of, of books pretty good from audiobooks. You audio get 100% books, the same. But I don't think it's as good for your brain as reading. It's better because when I read, I tune out how, like I'll be reading and my brain goes I everywhere. Know, now. But when I was I'm a kid driving, though, before the internet, I read yeah. all the fucking time. Oh, when you get older, your brain becomes a fucking mess. <laughs> I think it's just, I think we've all just gotten like internet ADD. Your brain clicky. becomes the liquid at the bottom of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and your brain smells terrible. Uh, I get in an argument I get in arguments on a pretty regular basis about whether or not listening to a book can be called reading it. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I read that." Mm-hmm. And people are like, "No, you didn't. You listened to it." Mm-hmm. And I always argue at the end of the day, we had to, we have the same knowledge. Yeah, potentially. When's the last time you used a fireplace? When's the last time you used that fireplace? I don't think it works. Yeah. Ours is a gas fireplace, and the gas, the pilot light is on, but when we flip the switch, mm-hmm. just one day it stopped working. Mm-hmm. Makes me nervous. Doesn't make me nervous enough to call somebody about to come <laughs> fix it. They'll do it for free, too. I know. You just have to call the gas company. They'll come do. They'll come out and do any of it for, for totally free. And last... Why are there people who drink milk with ice? I don't know anyone who drinks milk with ice. My, and if you do, don't associate with that person. My dad did. He likes that. You sh- are you, cut he, him out. Because he says cut. it makes the milk colder. Oh, what? But I think it's watering it down. Listen, here's what I do. Like a fucking normal person. <laughs> I stand at the refrigerator and I drink the milk out of the carton. <laughs> and once I get my sip, I put it back in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And it's always cold. Do you think if it was guys only that we wouldn't have utensils? No, I like a good utensil. I like a good knife. Mm. I could deal... If, if you could only have one utensil... Oh, no. I would do a spoon, actually. <laughs> a spoon you can possibly use a knife, but a knife you definitely can't eat soup with a knife. That would be... I guess you could just turn the fucking bowl up. Yeah. I'm back to the knife. <laughs> I'm back to the knife. And I'm not saying that girls are like bringing around dishes and shit, but if I feel like if there weren't girls, guys wouldn't bother being civilized in any possible way. Yeah. I agree with Steve. The easy you need the female voice. <laughs> yeah. It's getting bad over here. <laughs> so Louisiana Gumbo, this isn't a question, hmm. but Louisiana Gumbo at Shane underscore Tabor... Tabor? Either way. He says, you definitely should watch Terror in the Swamp. Horror story about a mutated Nutria rat. Mm. Uh, Hey, Shane, we're fucking gonna. I'm gonna find (laughs) it and we're gonna watch that goddamn thing. Great. Um, Yeah, and that's all the questions. Thank you for the questions. Send us questions. Send us questions to to, at Talking Banter, no G. (laughs) And send us fan fiction to 
talkinbanter at gmail.com. We got no Ghostbusters fanfic. And I hope that means people are writing they're just goddamn working. They've been working real hard on it. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't ready yet. But they that's didn't not going to stop us. They didn't want to rush it. They want to get it right. It's not going to stop us from reading fanfic because we got some really good ones. Oh, great. We got some really good ones. Um, so here we go. This one's from Tyson King. Hello, Tyson. He didn't he didn't put a title to it, but he said, so fanfic is a thing. And then he wrote, hey, guys. So I was bored. I wrote something. I'm not proud. <laughs> and uh, Ooh, I am not proud of this one. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. I get so, it. I'm excited. Here it goes. Steve walked to the entrance of his apartment building and saw Mike getting out of his car. It was good to see him, since all of the business of their lives, he hadn't seen him for a while. They walked up the stairs, chit-chatting in the dimly lit stairway. They soon reached the room, not 208, ready to record the next pod. Mike walked in first and sat down at the little table with the microphone set up upon it. Steve joined him after grabbing an ecto-cooler from the fridge. He sat down, but something felt different somehow. Warmer. Steve looked up at Mike, and Mike looked up at him. They looked longingly into each other's eyes. Mike stretched his arm out and placed his hand into the middle of the table. Steve put his hand right on top of Mike's and squeezed, all while never letting go of the stare. After what felt like an hour of this, but was probably ten minutes, they let go of each other's hands and stretched out even further, and each placed a hand on the other's face, caressing each other's beards. After another short while of this, Mike stood up and marched out of the room. Steve was worried that he screwed something up. Shit, he said. What have I done wrong? After sitting there for 20 minutes in sadness and longing of a missed opportunity, the door flew open. In walked Mike Falzone wearing full black spandex from his toes to his neck. He was holding a black leather strop studded with spikes. He then yelled out, Let's do it! The end. P.S. Love you guys. All four of yous, keep up the good potting. Say hi to Mike and Steve from me, Tyson. Thanks, Tyson. We will tell them. That was great. I'm going to deliver that message verbatim. That was better than I expected. That was a really good one. I want, uh, if you could do a sequel to that, where um, the uh, leathers and uh, spikes uh, made their way into a Ghostbusters outfit... We'll read that shit next week. <laughs> and that's it for us this week. Look out for talking, 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 talking banter. Oh, what do we even... Do we just let that happen? I want the least want people more. to I know just, that just it's happening. Going. Just keep going. Watch, yeah. our t- watch, watch the Twitter. Go to r slash you. Thezu. And uh, we'll keep you updated there. And uh, that's it for us here in Talking Banter. We'll see you next time there's a dynamic banter. Lights out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.